A reading from Psalm 100. These are God's words. A psalm of thanksgiving. Make a loud shout to Yahweh, all the earth. Serve Yahweh with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that Yahweh, he is God. It is he who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For Yahweh is good, his loving kindness endures forever, and his faithfulness generation unto generation. These are God's words. You can take your seats. When we started Redwood Reformation Church, we began working through the Psalms sequentially, but soon we started to jump around a bit, mainly due to the difficulty I've had with sourcing music. But one of the benefits of breaking with the order that the Psalms are presented to us in is that I can choose the Psalm according to its theological content. The Psalms are not ordered thematically, so if we go through the book from start to finish, the order will dictate what lesson we get each week, which isn't the most pastoral way to go about it. So this week I've decided to jump to Psalm 100 so that we can consider how our lives ought to be marked by thankfulness. This is not because I think you're an unthankful lot that need encouragement to be thankful, but because cultivating thankfulness will be foundational to the success of our church. We should be so expressive of our thankfulness that even the world will identify us as a thankful people. Let's see this in God's word. So Psalm 100 is a short psalm and its inspired title is A Psalm of Thanksgiving. We are commanded to sing this psalm and we are expected to sing it with truly thankful hearts. We can't sing a song of thankfulness when we are not thankful in our hearts. We can't sing a song of thankful... Oh, sorry. Uh, that would be singing untruthfully. That would be singing truthful words without a truthful spirit. In Scripture, God commands us to be thankful because it is right to be thankful. It requires the engagement of our will. You will either be thankful or unthankful. There is no third option. And since we are sinners that are prone to being passively thankless, with thanklessness being t uh, thankfulness being totally absent from large chunks of our day, it is good for us to be reminded how we must be actively doing the work of thanksgiving. Many in the world today think that there is no reason to be thankful to God. This is the chief sin of the lost world, for though they know God, they do not glorify him or thank him as they ought. And we see this in Romans 1. Though, uh, though everything they experience is gift, and the experience of God's gifts is amazing, they are still dissatisfied, always complaining, always groping for something better, or, or seeking to escape from this good reality. We should pity people in this situation because it is by grace, the grace of God, that we have been made a thankful people. One way of describing conversion is God turning us from grumbling to thankfulness. 
God gave us eyes to see the obvious. We are living in a wonderland of beauty and pleasure. And though our collective sin has had an effect on it, no man has the right to complain about what God has given us. There are many reasons for all men to be thankful, but particularly those who God calls his own. At the center of this psalm, it says this, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. The invisible God who created this wonderful world, who is present in this very room right now, he identifies with us. He calls us his own. He has said, I will be a God to you, that is to us and to our children. We can say here today that the one true God of this universe is our God. To have that truly sink in requires a lifetime of meditation. One good way of doing this meditation with your family is through catechism. And one question that is found in the, the children's catechism um, hits a couple beats of this psalm. The question is, why ought you to glorify God? Any, any of the kids want to give the answer to that? Why ought you to glorify God? Too shy? Amy said it? Okay. So if you didn't hear that, the answer is because he made us and he takes care of us. Let's see how verse 3 states this. Know that Yahweh, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So he takes care of us like sheep, feeding us, protecting us, ensuring our welfare. This is why we ought to be thankful in a unique way, because he has made us and takes care of us as his people. So this psalm of thankfulness was one for the covenant people of God. But we know from scripture that one mark of the old covenant people was that they often lacked thankfulness. Even though God cared for them as sheep, they were known for their discontentment and grumbling. 1 Corinthians 10, 9-10 says, Nor let us, that's the New Testament church, put Christ to the test as some of them, that's the Old Testament church, as some of them did, and were destroyed by the serpents. And this is what no one's going to touch on today. Nor grumble as some of them did, and were destroyed by the destroyer. Ungrateful grumbling is so bad that it causes God to send terrible judgments, even upon his people. In old covenant times, instead of being a people marked by thankfulness, the people of God were groaners and they suffered for it. They were an example of how we are not to be. So we have inherited their songbook, and are to take their songs of thankfulness and sing them in spirit and in truth. We are not to grumble as they did, but we are to serve the Lord with gladness. But if we are going to sing with true thankfulness on Sunday, we need to be thankful at all times. Gladness is impossible to conjure up on the spot. Gladness is the fruit of understanding. And understanding is something that you can only fully attain through experience. Unless we have tasted and seen that the Lord is good, we cannot truly proclaim his goodness. 
Proverbs 16, 20 says, He who considers the word will find good. And how blessed is he who trusts in Yahweh. So if you are having trouble being thankful, it might be a matter of repentance. We may not understand why, uh, you may not understand why you ought to be thankful because you have not or are not experiencing the blessings that come from obedience. Are you meditating on his goodness regularly throughout the day? Are you serving him through your day, experiencing the blessings that come from trusting in the ways of Yahweh? Experiencing God's goodness in this way cannot help but produce an understanding that leads to thankfulness. So when we serve God, even when it is hard, we can do it with gladness, knowing that God blesses those who obey. In verse 2 it says, we are to serve Yahweh with gladness, which, re which requires an every moment kind of thankfulness. All of our lives are to be given in service to him. So all that we do should be without grumbling and with thankfulness. This kind of all of life thankfulness will mark us out in the world as a thankful people. See how it says this in Philippians 2, 14 to 15. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, so that you will be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. As our lives are put on display for everyone to see, there should be an undeniable, visible contrast with the darkness of this dissatisfied and ungrateful world. We should shine as lights in this world through our thankfulness. So let's cultivate this together as a church. Let's remind each other of God's goodness. Let's highlight the glory of God's creation together. Let's be kind to one another and mock each other when we see someone drop lip over something silly. Let's support each other in hard times and see uh, so that we can have even more thankfulness through experience. Let's serve the Lord with gladness so that together we can see the light of thankful gospel ministry impacting the world around us. We will see through this, verse 5, Yahweh is good, his loving kindness endures forever, and his faithfulness generation to generation. Let's stand and sing Psalm 100 now. We're going to do an a cappella to the tune of uh, Praise to the Lord the Almighty. All earth with joy to the Lord come with loud voices ringing. With gladness serve the Lord come to him joyfully singing. The Lord is God, know that he made us his own. We are the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, to his gods come praising. To him be thankful and bless his name, your voices raising. The Lord is good. 
His loving kindness endures, His faithfulness lasts forever.